Really here. painted it on the side of the plane. <laughs> It might help if I unmuted the uh, string. Might. Hello. Oh, nice noise game. And that, that did not come through. I think we didn't hear a damn it. thing. <laughs> damn. Uh, welcome. Uh, Shrip hours. Seven? Oh, 57. dude, what are those? What There's are those? Yingling. Yingling. Oh, I said Yingling. They I got haven't had one of those cards in a while. Uh, yeah, That's the packaging's different. Yeah. Why are the shrimps Dude, drinking wait, like two of my switched. favorite beers right now? Fucking Stella and Yingling. Hold on, slap. Pull mm. that back up. That Yingling literally looks like a rusty walrus car. Mm. Mm. Is, is that a limited does. time design, or is that their new permanent packaging? I, I don't know, because uh, Natty Light went to their old classic mm. logo. Miller Light was the first one to uh, do it, yeah, so yeah, yeah. maybe... Uh, Maybe because uh, Natty Light and Miller are like uh, white and blue, so now we got white and red sticks out a little bit. Mm. I like it. That does look good. Exactly like that's that. a good design. It's it it sexy. Yeah, I prefer that to the to the dark red like full thing. Yeah, the burgundy right. with like the gold oval is just kind of bland at this point. I need to shake things up. Welcome to Strip Hours episode fifty-seven. Uh, I'm drive through. I'm here. Cody's here. Ben's here. Slaps eating, and uh, Rusty's here. I, I think this literally is the just first, finished work. I think this yeah, is the first episode. Got back from work. God damn. <laughs> what do you want to say, Rusty? I think this is the first episode we've ever recorded while there's still like daylight. Like in daylight. We started, yeah. we started in well, where you are. <laughs> no, there's still daylight out here on fucking the Minnesota. No, it is dark here, son. It's just always gray and dark in Ohio, Ben. I mean, it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the East Palestine train derailment. It's never been the same. <laughs> <laughs> No, ever since the fucking Canadian wild, wildfires has been Hold exporting on. their dirty yeah. air down here. Both yeah, of those take have been walking back, over here, too. <laughs> like to hold my smoke in. They bring their angry goose down here. Geese. Goose. The, the geese export their bastards. hate through the geese. <laughs> and export their dirty air down here. Dirty laundry. Uh, this is off to a wonderful start. Yeah, <laughs> as always. <laughs> Is there uh, even an outline for this episode? Yeah, there, there is. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about NASCAR first. Uh, That's NASCAR sucks. Uh, the race was not actually bad. It wasn't great, but it Another wasn't surprise bad. Winner. It, it was so such a good idea to move the uh, restart zone back behind the last corner. because but they only used it once. <laughs> yeah. But it, it wasn't like absolute like chaos guys like falling over on top of each other, going down into turn one, and then, yeah. you know... Just gloving it straight into turn one, <laughs> like Kyle Larson did to Ty Dillon last year. I'm just pissed because, like, that was literally a Daniel Suarez win if his crew didn't fuck it. Yeah, crew fucked it. Yep, he was so much faster than McDowell and uh, Elliot. Yeah, and he, he like he literally he came out of the botched pit stop nine seconds behind McDowell, and I think at the end of the race he was like four seconds back or three point something. Had it in the bag, man. It's the second week in a row the pit crew has absolutely fumbled a guaranteed slam dunk win. Yet another underdog winner. Did you see that RFK tweet earlier? That made it got a good chuckle out of me. 17 plus 17 equals 34, <laughs> baby. MDT's good. <laughs> you know what that means? That means Rick Ware is winning next week. 17 plus 34. In the car? Uh, the 51, I think, is going to be Andy Lally again. 
I don't know if Jensen's in the 15 again. I've lost track. Okay. Rick Ware this season, ever since the whole Cody thing, has just been a mess of drivers. It's like 30 different guys have been in those cars. Dude, I, like... think, I think last weekend we might have broken a record for the number of road course ringers in our race. Like, it was absolutely insane. I mean, we had what? We had Kobayashi. We had Mike Rockefeller. We had Jensen Button. We had Andy Shane. Lally. You had Shane, Shane Van Gisberg and you had Brody Kostecki. That's at least six dudes already. It's been a while. Yeah, Maybe early back 2000s. in like thousands. Yeah, early two yeah, thousands. Like the early two thousands all over again. Yeah, that was the that was the peak of road course ringing. But now they're, they're just like, entering new cars. They're at Watkins Glen this weekend, right? Yeah, yep. two road courses in a row. When's the last time that's happened? And then Daytona, and that's the regular season finale. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, the old road course, okay. road course, super speedway combo to Dude. end the regular season. <laughs> so Chase Elliott's got two more chances. Well, Watkins Dude. Glenn's a good opportunity. He's been. I'm good looking for. Watch his yeah. crew. Fuck it. Three <laughs> <laughs> weeks in a row, and the kids will have a meltdown on Twitter. Yeah, as much as I dislike Michael McDowell winning, him preventing Chase from getting into the playoffs is pretty incredible. It's that was base. incredibly based. Yeah. <laughs> Chase again, shown why he has the rookie stripes. <laughs> he also i'm not going to pull this up because i don't i don't want to look at a billion cars in dripper jam but he just had like a red logo on the blue side of his car it's like a really weird version yeah. of his car that he drove not a fan uh but shout out to michael mcdowell i guess he is somehow no he's good at road courses uh oh and it's they funny when the... we were uh when we were watching the race rusty completely forgot that he won a cup race <laughs> I would too. Uh, can, can we name a Daytona winner in the last like ten years? I feel like we, like they Austin Sindrick. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Austin Sindrick won a five hundred and nothing else. Yeah, he's been underperforming ever since. Yeah, I remember we were discussing this a while back, but I think yeah, the Daytona five hundred just it's not the doesn't have the allure that it used to as far yeah. as like an achievement. I mean, once you got guys like. I mean, no offense, they're all great drivers, Trevor's but I mean, brain. let's be real. As far as like a Hall of Fame talent versus like guys like Trevor Bain, Austin Sindrick, Michael McDowell, Austin Dillon, Austin winning, Dillon, yeah, yeah, Austin Dillon winning the 500. It's like, I think the prestige of that trophy. Well, when was the last time you would say a truly deserving driver won the 500? Any? I would say the last time that the track was bumpy. Yeah, Ooh. before the repave. Which was what, 2010? Yeah, and then even after that, we had the tandems going on. I think, no, wasn't it still bumpy in 2010? Was it? In February? I couldn't even tell you who won the 2010 Daytona 500. Jamie I think the Trevor Bain one was, was that the, the first McMurray one. one. Yeah. Yeah. Jamie and then Trevor, the last Trevor Bain after Daytona the, 500. Yeah, and Trevor Bain was on the smooth Daytona. So, yeah, I think it was McMurray. All right. Little Jamie, baby. And then Matt Kenseth won on Bumpy Daytona and uh, Smooth Daytona. Jamie McMurray, NASCAR's true, last great true champion. <laughs> Dude, he went on a tear that year. That was a fucking amazing year for him. Was that, uh, what was that, 2007? Yeah, it was after the, it was when they came back after the Mark Martin and uh, Kevin Harvick finish. That was when he had that photo finish with Kyle Busch, right, in the yeah. PC 400. I remember I couldn't watch that race for whatever reason. I was so fucking pissed at myself that I didn't see that live. Because that, that 
that was just an incredible finish, an underdog winner, photo finish. They're beating and banging to the line, even closer split time than the exciting 500 finish, and I missed it. That was a good year for Daytona. And then they put wings on the cars. And then yeah. they started flying. Mm-hmm. They put airplane wings on the cars. They <laughs> thought that would work out. Remember how good those next-gen cars were? Fuck. Generation yeah. 4? Fuck. I'm, I'm lost. In, I've been brainwashed. He's lost in the sauce. <laughs> been brainwashed uh, by the, the NASCAR. Forward defenders. numbers. Did anything no. goofy happen on Twitter this week? Uh, the only thing that I saw was, uh, they're now rate limiting DMs. If you send too many DMs without paying for Twitter, (laughs) they'd cut you off. Watch out, Caleb. I have yet to get rate limited since they announced that. I, apparently, uh, uh, all those checks I got sent out for, uh, you know, ads revenue and all that. Nobody's gotten a second check. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I just get an ad on Twitter today about, hey, if you subscribe, you're missing out on all this ad revenue. I uh, I got rate limited in location tagging. When I was in the U.S., as we were driving down, I wanted to keep tweeting where I was. So you hit the button to like sh- like show the list of locations and you choose where you want to send the tweet from. And I got rate limited on that menu specifically. So I couldn't <laughs> show where I was because I looked at too many places. Imagine not paying for Stupid. Twitter. It's uh, so dumb. Well, now you X. can hide that you pay for Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Which is based because, you know, no one, you know, no one in the right mind wants to show off that they paid for Twitter. I'm starting to think Slap is secretly paying Elon $8. He's got a little obsession with him lately. <laughs> yeah, what, my second I have been, I have been, t- I've been talking oh, about like dumb right. billionaires. <laughs> the men of the mind, they're so smart because they have so much money. Everything Z- they do must be perfect. Zuck's been that secondary shit channel though. is base, by the way. Slap, I love it. I'm glad somebody does. That was the OG. I do appreciate a good car video. You just go straight off the top for ten minutes straight. That's a good. Yeah, it's got the, the I podcast. I explained the uh, uh, UPS strike and everything. There, it was that was fun. The animator video was solid too. Just like a little like, thanks guys. Here's some cool stuff. Dude, I got like two thousand views on that. Just normally i get like 500 i guess like all the youtube animators like saw it or something hell yeah or just popped up and like wiggled its way through the algorithm in the right place it's 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 weird the algorithm works in fucking bizarre ways i've like messed mine up somehow i think i watched too many of those like short little meme videos and now it only recommends me like 15 second long videos and nothing like substantial <laughs> yeah I, i'm not the but shorts yeah not shorts just like like nine year old 15 second meme yeah. from like some random the, the vine game. re-uploads Are you back, back to in the day oops not that far back <laughs> <laughs> Well, if we want to talk about YouTube algorithm, uh, there's been, I wouldn't say it's beef, but it's more of a drama. uh, I wouldn't say it's drama as well because it's factual information. Uh, It is the Gamers Nexus just released a video. Well, you'll see this in a couple days whenever DT uploads this next week. Uh, But uh, Gamers Nexus. (laughs) (laughs) I've been uploading like day after. Not yet. Not last week. It was two days. Oh, my God. Mm. was it? 
Mm-hmm. It was 48 hours and 26 minutes. Oh my god. Yeah, what's wrong with you, DT? We already talked about... We kind of ruined this by talking about the Gamers Nexus and Linus drama before we hit record. These things happen. But pretty much, uh, Gamers Nexus released a 40-minute video pretty much highlighting everything Linus Media Group is doing wrong um they're expanding too big they're releasing videos on a set schedule they're not really giving the writers or anyone time to fix mistakes um they're kind of just blowing through the videos to get it released and they're fucking Um, things up yep pretty much fucking things up that thing about them like getting sent that prototype cooler and then saying they were going to send it back to the company because they actually needed it and then auctioning it off at their at their expo that was that was probably the biggest fuck up that was That's in that tough. video so yeah i would recommend highly watching it um especially if highly you're a linus tech tips <laughs> fan uh just cuz i mean i watch linus tech tips as well but um it's good to get that insight and see what they need to do to uh improve their quality control and like just generally it's always good to think critically about the things and the people that you watch because like they could be fucking things up it happens yep. uh all right i'm gonna roll in the dripper drown real quick i only have four cards to show you so we'll we'll just Dorip. run through these um real quick jensen button changed his paint scheme slightly and it, it's really bad <laughs> Like, just the way they cut halfway through the Pegasus with this gradient. They had to make it different from uh, Tony Stewart. Yeah, I know, but they had the big wing car. Like, this would look better if it was plain white, honestly. I don't know. It's such a weird concoction. Uh, I'm not a huge fan. And it's not. Shout out to him paying back uh, uh, Ricky, though, right? I'm. Yeah, I already got a short-term memory on this. Yeah, event. <laughs> so Stenhouse bopped Button out the way, and then in the next corner, Button like door banged him, which was based, and then drove away. <laughs> and Ricky Stenhouse Jr. responded by dumping the shit out of Kamui Kobayashi for no reason. <laughs> uh, Ricky speaking Stenhouse of which, Junior's living large. Kobayashi's car kind of a banger. They mm. ran these cute little stickers on their wheels mm. that I've never seen before. Um, they actually look uh, like I've the seen... valve stem markers that they run in, that they have on like the shop wheels. I have seen other teams do it. I think Hendrix started doing it first. I'm wondering if they're doing it for aerodynamic reasons. In the race, though. Yes. Damn. I think I I started seeing Hendrick do it with the red wheels, and then other teams started doing it. So I don't know if it's that or if it's Goodyear giving him rims. That's interesting. Oh, yeah. Now that you bring this up, yeah, Hendrick had these little yellow stickers on the number nine. Oh, if, if the nine's doing it, I don't know. I there don't must know. be a reason. Tech. I want that through tech right now. <laughs> interesting. I want, him, I want him docked however many points makes it mathematically impossible to make the playoffs. <laughs> it's so weird that they're they're only doing it on half of the spokes. Yeah, I'm, put the I'm not on sure. Every single one. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, the rest of the car looks cute. Just like a simple, you know, GR livery with the chrome numbers. The blacked out nose things that I talked about last week. They kind of extended them here too. Kind of looks cool. Mm-hmm. It's drippy. This is like the perfect, like, Kabui paint scheme, honestly. Yeah, it's. I think it's great. Uh, Alright, next up. Uh, Camden Murphy. Oh. 
For those of you who don't know, Camden Murphy like actually drives monster trucks. Um, I think he's the only dude that drives both monster trucks and stock cars, and he was in the the SS Greenlight Zero Eight this week, uh, sponsored by a different monster truck driver's towing company. Uh, mm. and he, he he painted it like a bunch of the tow trucks that they have, which are just like. I mean, imagine a monster truck guy buying a tow truck and then putting a monster truck style livery on it. It's insane and it's awesome. And it actually translates really well to the car. Um, oh, here dude. it is on, on Avenger. Oh, yeah. There's this thing on Beam. Uh, this Avenger one is, yeah. This was, uh, I think, Indianapolis last year. Um, it's like a local Indianapolis towing company. Uh, so they put, yeah, they put it on Avenger for, for one event. And it looks sick. It's just kind of like a bunch of crazy tribal colors with like a flame effect in them. Yeah, it's the like smoke or yeah. It's like a late model type thing where there's just colors and spikes everywhere, but it looks cool. I don't know. And like the the gold wheels, they even did the wheels on a 08 car. Shout out to Camden Murphy. I have no idea where the hell he finished. <laughs> <laughs> he finished um, first in all of our hearts. Monster truck driver went to a road course. That's a drippy. I mean, they turn right and left in monster trucks, right? Yeah, I mean, that's true. Oh, yeah. They turn Makes up. Sense. Uh, all right, last paint scheme. Flips. Uh, this is a, a tanner gray truck with perhaps the biggest hood <laughs> logo in history. It literally Rusty stretches from the wheel. I love it. Side. I've never seen it stretch that far. I love it. It's humongous. Getting their money's uh, worth. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I don't know. I like the style of it. This massive ass hood logo. Like, it's literally like underneath the Goodyear logo on each side. They put them all the way down on the wheel wells. It goes past the headlights on either side of the truck. They need to match that Craftsman energy up on the banner. I gotta say, logo. the big ass Craftsman logo is growing on me. I kind of oh, like yeah. it. Oh, oh, yeah. It looks awesome. Yeah. Especially the One truck thing like I have that. is. uh. Is Toyota Trucks the only one that has the painted side skirts? All the trucks. If they have the money for it, the trucks paint their side skirts. Okay. Because I thought it was just a Toyota thing where they just weren't allowed to. Uh, the Toyotas are the only ones that black out their A-pillars, which is interesting. I guess because the actual mm. truck has them like that. I mean, ask me how I know. The only paint schemes I've designed are on this exact Tundra. <laughs> I like um, the, how the uh, colors change with like a checkered, like almost pixelated uh, type yeah. of design and Dude, the way it kind of blends in with the uh, contigs up there. I like that. All yeah. of the Tricon trucks have been bangers, like in terms of like team of the year in the truck yeah. series, in terms of paint schemes, Tricon has knocked it out of the park. Yep. Uh, yeah, just a... like every single truck of theirs is a banger. Mm. It's a slap uh, point though blockiness of that paint scheme kind of matched almost matches the blockiness of the Toyota grill and headlights. Yeah. It goes yeah. With it. Um like drippy. But yeah, all the all the side skirts are generally wrapped. Mm. The safe light truck is yeah. sick. Like it like because it they I mean they've run safe light trucks like every year for like ten years yeah. now. And they've all yep. looked the same and they've all been like just that one stripe. And this one with the playoff, like uh splitter and spoiler, is so hot. So hot. Playoff. I will say some of them look really bad with the playoffs thing. The uh the Matt DiBenedetto truck, <laughs> especially. Oh, that looks based, actually. 
I kind of like that. I'm not a huge fan. Um, also, shout out to the roof number. Great job. That, that gives me Ricky Thornton. Gives me Ricky Thornton Jr. vibes. Do I kind of like playoffs, it on the, uh, the fake Chase Elliott truck. See, how do, you, how do you like it on that, but not on the, the Benedetto one? I don't know. Maybe the yellow makes the red not match. That's at least just red, white, and blue. Maybe it's because the playoff the... guys have their name on the banner. Yeah, yeah. so okay. it's so, like, it makes no sense series to series. So in the truck series now, black banner means they're not eligible for points. Red banner means they are eligible for points. And red banner with their name on it means they're in the playoffs. It's kind of goofy. They don't do that in any other series, though. No, because in Xfinity, you always have the name unless you're not eligible for points, in which case it just <laughs> says Xfinity. But then if you are in the playoffs, then it has the purple thing. I Consistency? NASCAR? Nah. <laughs> I don't know what the hell they're doing. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's completely inconsistent series to series. Let's just wing it. We'll just make shit up as we go. It's like NASCAR is like a group of eight guys living in eight different buildings who never see or speak to each other, all trying to like make decisions about what fucking happens. Yeah, except they all go to the same place on the weekends and have a lot of the same people working on all the teams. Anyways, uh, do we have any uh, media to check into this week? Because uh, I actually can't think of any. I hit 100 steam hours in Tour de France 2020. That's about it. <laughs> I feel like that's worse than my 800 hours in Fall Guys. Like, I'm not what do you mean? <laughs> uh, it, has a, it has a great career mode. It, it genuinely has like a fantastic career progression. <laughs> like you start off running like the dinky little events with your little team. And then when you like you expand more, you can get invited to run the actual tour. And then you can hire more riders and have like a more expanded roster resend certain guys to certain events and keep everyone healthy a hundred hours though like 100 on. hours and i'm gonna come play it again on. tonight Jesus. i want to know how many hours you have in uh city skylines you've been playing that uh, as well yeah i i just crossed over 300 last week i think god uh damn good game yeah i'm at 318 now <laughs> i'm Before. about to hit 300 and beam as well et what's up <laughs> I'm going to send you a job application. For what? Hold on. Damn. Just any job application. He's spending way too much time playing video games. He's implying you spend too many hours playing City Skylines. Listen, I used to get paid to play video games. Now I just don't get paid. Um, before, I forget, play video games. before I forget, uh, media-wise, can we please talk about what an animal Rusty is in that unpacking game? Oh. <laughs> oh yeah. Come on. No, 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 mass chaos no we need drive through to stream this game before you guys can criticize me because when there's 50 <laughs> boxes of crap you gotta unpack that just, just throw that, it everywhere and instead the boxes of organizing are in the as wrong rooms no dude come on and i actually to would speed love to stream this game it's a game where like uh you sort of learn about someone's story by unpacking in a bunch of different locations so you just get like boxes of stuff in a bunch of different rooms and you have to like take the stuff out and like meticulously place it in the right it, places they're showing you the easy rooms right now by the way they're not showing you the later game ones i saved yeah, my screenshots of what the finished product looks like 
and they were way um, more organized than rusty's and yeah so like the normal the normal mentality is you have a box of stuff and you take the things out one by one and you place them where they belong rusty's mentality is you have a box of stuff so you take everything out lay it all across oh the God. floor <laughs> and, and table okay, and like every okay, single flat surface and, and then never use a single coat life, hanger though. never use a single coat hanger just throw yeah, all the I'm clothes just you, in I'm random places you, i'm telling you there was rng in those boxes and they didn't give me like the kitchen set in the kitchen i got like clothes in the bathroom i got shit everywhere i'm telling you it was all rng and i had dt criticizing me the whole time so add it's adding to the pressure and i just like i just i just lost my mind i lost my mind and i quit I, i'm done i'm done the thing that was really getting to me was you'd, you'd get the box you put the stuff all over the floor you'd put like half of the things away and then you'd be like okay next room i'm out <laughs> <laughs> just be, like half the things laying because you're in my ear chirp and you're like rusty like why would you do that like i don't know if i've ever seen a more weird decisions <laughs> i don't know if i'd ever seen a more perfectly visualized example of adhd than rusty playing that game <laughs> <laughs> just scatter shit everywhere get halfway done all right next thing okay okay if i took if i took my time it would take 20 hours to beat if i put each like fork in the perfect spot in the drawer like quite quicker <laughs> no dude no if you didn't lay it out first it wouldn't take as long <sighs> whatever you guys are hating <laughs> i want to i want to be a fly on the wall if rusty ever moves to a like a new house or place and see how his un, his real life on <laughs> yeah we need process. rusty to fucking stream him unboxing his house yeah unboxing IRL. yeah you put like every normal human, if you got kitchen shit, you put it in the kitchen box or right, right kitchen. You don't mix, like I said, the pants in with the silverware. The, the, the game gave me bad RNG. They set me up. It was a setup. Whoever, and to his defense, whoever unpacked, whoever packed the boxes was kind of stupid. Because I'd be like, yeah, forks, pants, a soccer ball. Well, and then the next one, you'd be a get point books, to the some game. more pants. Instead of just putting all the pants in one box, all the books in one box, they just have shit scattered everywhere. Right, yeah, but where's setup. where's the fun in that if everything was in the correct room? Oh, I do I'm have other you. news. Touché. Uh video gaming news. Uh two days ago Sorry, I clicked Rusty, on a, a Gran Turismo stream link and now I have the ambulance of oh. Gran Turismo finally. Dude, <laughs> your screenshots were so hot. So yeah, I, I just got mm. in the ambulance and took a bunch of pictures. Like You're telling me that's not a photograph? Dude, no, no there's an even better one. There's an even better one. Which one? This one? No. Well, I didn't see that one. That one is hot. This one? That one is that hot. That one's good. The only <laughs> I, I love the one. Oh my god. The racing one. helmet just... Yeah, I wish I could one. just put a normal dude in it. <laughs> uh, but Gran Turismo doesn't let you do that. That's actually um, kind of sick. I Like, literally, Gran Turismo 7. I know I talked about this last week. The best photo mode of any mm. game ever. Period. Like the 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 freaking things you could do. This is all photo mode. I didn't actually drive either of these cars at any point to take this picture. Uh, like you just place the cars. You like set up all the parameters for them. Like where they're going, where the wheels are turning, what's going on. Freaking tire smoke and everything. And you can you can put on so many cute little like filters and effects. And you can like. There's there's a reason I was so excited to to like be a part of that photography mm. competition in this game because like you can. It just genuinely looks like a photograph. Look at this photograph. I just wish the, the game was fun. <laughs> I really do. Maybe that's why. 
they turned down your submission. For what? Didn't didn't you say you like didn't get into that contest thing you were talking about? Well, I, I realized I was... that I only submitted like two pictures. I should have oh. submitted more. Once I was talking to the winners like there, they're like, dude, your stuff's good. You should have just submitted literally everything and you probably could have yeah, won. And dude. I was like, you know what? Fair. But it, it doesn't matter because I got I literally got the exact same treatment that the winners got. So. Oh, okay. I kind of provisionaled my way into the, <laughs> into the competition. The A main. These things happen. Like literally the only thing I didn't get was the little award and the like my thing being in the gallery, but I still got the entire like New York experience with all the photography lessons and everything. That was a lot of fun. I want to go back someday. Oh yeah, that's what that, I, I was mixing up things you were talking about. My bad. I was having a brain fart there. No, that's all right. I remember that trip now. Um and they're 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 doing another like Red Bull's doing another thing. Uh, but it's in the the fucking F1 video game, and I can't make paint schemes, and I can't take pictures, so I'm kind of pissed. Because back when they did it on iRacing, I got to make all their paint schemes for them. Alright, well, that's your media check-in, unless anyone has anything else to talk about. Uh, it'll be time for Slap's crazy-ass moments. Mm. Mm. All right, so last week was the uh, 78th anniversary of the bombings, uh, atomic bombings of Nagasaki and Hiroshima, not in that order. Uh, but, uh, you know, Oppenheimer and Barbieheimer and all this stuff got all of this uh, interest rekindled in this subject. And in all of this is a lot of lost history and a lot of uh, perspective that people have missed out on over the years. So let's go ahead and roll that intro. It's time for Slap's Crazy-Ass Moments in History. I really... I gotta, I gotta commission, like, a, a graphics dude or something to do something animated for that, because it could be so cool. Yeah. I should have more than just, like, a, a static image. I, I need to make that. more songs as well. <laughs> do I get the Sh Shrimp Power soundtrack? Yeah, I get the extended versions of all the theme songs on a Spotify playlist. There is no extended. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Nah, just throw them on a fucking loop. I'd listen yeah, to a lot of these. these are just, just, it's just like, like 10 just 15 loop. seconds. There's the most we could be bothered to do. And I just I have want like a five, second, a five second drip or drown. That's all I need in life. Anyway. <laughs> unleashing the power of the sun <laughs> in the palm of your hand I mean if you want the really spicy meatball I suppose you could but um don't play around too much with a screwdriver oh, oh god the demon cold. That's, gonna, that's gonna be next week holy shit <laughs> alright so uh on August the 6th uh four B-29s took off from Tinian Air Base way out in the Pacific. It was going to be a long, I think it was like a 12-hour flight or something. It was, it was just... Man, oh, my these, God. These guys are just going out as far away as they possibly can. And then uh, the primary target is Hiroshima. If that didn't work out, they were going to go to Niigata, which was uh, above north of Tokyo on the west coast of Japan. And uh, But the weather there was bad. The weather in Hiroshima was perfect that day. So... 
unfortunate uh, the, for those people. Yeah, unfortunately, it was a lovely day that day. So uh, the <laughs> Jesus. So the first B-29, which is an observer craft, uh, says weather's good on primary target. It turns back and heads back. There's three uh, B-29s left. There is Enola Gay. We know what its job was that day. There is the uh, Great Artiste, which has a bunch of uh, barometric and different measuring instruments. Uh, Necessary Evil, real name of the third one, <laughs> was uh, carrying a, uh, pay a payload of... Uh, instruments that would be dropped along with the bomb and would measure things as they happen, basically being just a few thousand feet away. They uh, go in for a bombing run. Everything's fine. It, it's pretty much completely textbook. Lined up, no clouds in the sky, launch the bomb. It, about a thousand feet above the ground, the uh, uh, barometric sensor goes off. It was a, a uranium bomb. Uh, the way that this worked was there was literally a gun inside the bomb that had a enriched piece of uranium that fired it into another subcritical mass of uranium, and that caused a chain reaction and started the fission, uh, nuclear fission that ended up with, you know, the, the big kaboom. Uh, after three days, Japan had been... Um, uh, asked repeatedly to surrender and they they still wouldn't at this point because uh japan had had uh pretty much every major city firebombed uh the firebombing of tokyo killed more people than either one of the atomic bombings and that happened back in uh april through may because uh tokyo was a very old city and most of those buildings were made out of wood uh pre uh the uh, for pre-industrialization. So it was just all kindling and it just all burned. And so losing Hiroshima to one bomb was just sort of like, that's crazy. Well, anyway, we've been through this before. So they're using fewer bombs now to do the same thing. The thing that really got them to the negotiating table was uh, a couple days later when the Soviet Union invaded Manchuria. That was Japanese holding uh, above Korea when uh, the Soviet Union invaded. That was when they knew the jig was up because they were hoping the Soviet Union would act as a mediator to broker a peace between themselves and the United States. Uh, the Japan and the Soviet Union had signed a non-aggression pact. Japan took that so seriously that when American ships were going to Vladivostok to supply the Soviet Union fighting the Nazis, the Japanese Navy told them, do not attack the American merchant ships going to Russia. If they're on their way to Russia, do not hit them. We don't want to provoke the Russians because they were already spread thin. They're in Vietnam. They're in Burma. They're, you know, uh, doing the island hopping in the uh, South Pacific. They're in you know, Korea. The last thing they need is another front opening up in Manchuria. So when that happens, they basically knew the jig was up. There was a meeting held by all the top brass uh, in the army and the navy. And the emperor was there and he basically says, look, we're going to have to bite the bullet here and we're going to have to do the unconditional surrender. And by that point, MacArthur had actually sweetened the deal and said, you can keep the emperor. You can keep the figurehead of the state. Every, but other than that, it's completely unconditional. And that was enough to get a lot of those uh, generals and admirals to bite and say, all right, good enough. 
Later that day, there was a coup attempt <laughs> by uh, some lower level generals and mostly just lower level officers that were like, no, we're going down swinging. This is what we've been taught. You know, Bushido code of ethics. We don't surrender. That was a uh, pretty easily put down in the afternoon. And then Nagasaki happened. And it was just another one of those situations where we lost another city. Oh, well, we've done this several dozen times before, but the Russians going coming in was enough to make them say, all right, we, we got to end this. We got to end it now or else there's not going to be anything left. The uh, Nagasaki bombing, though, was fraught with problems. Uh, the Enola Gay, which dropped uh, the first uh, bomb on Hiroshima, was actually the observer craft for the second bombing of Nagasaki. It goes across. It's actually uh, they weren't even supposed to hit Nagasaki. That was not the primary target. Uh, the primary target was uh, Kokura. Uh, in North Kyushu, which uh, uh, Nagasaki's in Southern Kyushu. And uh, the weather there was uh, reported on by the Enola Gay as being actually pretty good in Kokura. Uh, as soon as the Enola Gay left, the bad weather moved in. Clouds moved in. By the time uh, the uh, uh, craft carrying, the B-29 carrying the bomb rolled in, boxcar, which is uh, also escorted by the Great Artiste and the Big Stink, uh, by the time they roll up, the big stink has gotten lost. It has to go back because they've completely uh, run out of uh, fuel trying to figure out where the hell they were. Boxcar and the Great Artiste are also starting to run out of fuel. By the time they get to Kokra, they're like, look, we've got to make this work. So they go and try to make four different bombing runs. Nothing works. And so they basically say, we're going south. We'll see if we can, we have enough fuel left that we can make one bombing run on Nagasaki because it's on our way back. If we can't get that missions over, we're going back. So uh, to this day, if you say, man, you got and, and uh, the Japanese have a saying uh, that you're Kokura lucky, that if you, everything's going your way, you're Kokura lucky, because that was how the city avoided uh, complete annihilation that day. So, yeah. uh, you know, on the way back, they go to Nagasaki. Weather again is not good. It's kind of cloudy. But just at the as they start the bombing run, the clouds part. The bomber uh, gets a good sight on the target. It's a bridge in the middle of the city that goes across a river. He's got it locked on. They decide to drop the bomb. This one was a, a plutonium uh, uh, implosion bomb. And basically, it was a bunch of conventional explosives around a subcritical mass of plutonium. And that uh, conventional explosion created uh, this intense pressure and basically caused a... Uh, fission event. So these were two different bombs, and even though uh, the plutonium bomb was smaller, had a bigger boom to it, because uh, plutonium is just a lot uh, a lot more I guess energy dense. A lot of people don't know this too, but they uh, detonated those bombs like mid-air as it's falling, so the heat and the thermal uh, damage just like spreads like in like a outward pattern. Yeah, so it had a barometric trigger, so it would hit at a, I think it was 1,000, 2,000 feet in the air, but they figured they could do more damage if it was up in the air, which is why they came up with the idea for the barometric trigger. Also, uh, the cities that they were looking at, Niigata, uh, Kokura, Nagasaki, Hiroshima, all of those were legitimate targets. They had bases there. They had uh, uh, ports. Uh, they were manufacturing hubs. Nagasaki had two... Um, 
torpedo production lines where every torpedo the Japanese Navy had was built in Nagasaki. Um, but the crazy thing was the Americans said, don't bomb them. Why? Because we want an intact city so we can see what the bomb does. So they didn't want to firebomb it. They didn't want to do any conventional bombing runs. So they had like a list of about six cities that they never dropped the bomb on just because the higher ups wanted to see what an atomic bomb would do to an intact, just regular city going about its day. Um, I didn't write his name down. There was a very unfortunate man who uh, was at Hiroshima for a business meeting. Oh, yes. I've heard survived the first blast. <laughs> I was partially was partially blinded in one eye because of the flash. Um, ended up going back home to Nagasaki. <laughs> and fortunately for him, he lived on the other side of a hill. So he is, his house did not take the full force of the blast, but he survived that one too. Yeah, uh, to this day, that is the only person, there's the only person that we know to have survived two atomic bombings. But uh, if you look up the uh, Hiroshima Peace Memorial building, that I left is that domed-looking building. Yeah, that's basically what ended up being the epicenter. Their initial target was a bridge, like a couple. Yeah, so you can away. see the river bank right there. So yeah, it, they basically hit that target they were looking at dead on. Uh, the dome of the building was made out of copper. It melted instantly. To this day, there is a floor of uh, copper in the bottom of that building, Holy and that shit. building's still standing there as a monument because it was actually triple braced to deal with uh, earthquakes. I think it was a museum back in the day. Um, but it's still standing there. I wanted to go see it in 2019, but I couldn't make it to Hiroshima because of a uh, typhoon. You. Yeah, it was a ty there was a typhoon, and then they were shutting down all the bullet trains, so I wasn't able to go to Hiroshima. Damn. I want to go check out this memorial. That's crazy. That was like that dome was like the epicenter. The bomb went off like basically right above that thing. There, there were a number of buildings that did... Uh, survive in both bombing events. Almost all of them were like double or triple braced to deal with earthquakes. But yeah, That's that is th that is uh, all the context around the atomic bombings. Was it necessary? Was it not? The Americans did not want the Soviet Union to get a bigger seat at the table when Japan inevitably surrendered, which is why a lot of people think uh, they decided to go ahead and bomb Nagasaki. Because they wanted to, you know, get the clock rolling and get the Japanese ready to surrender earlier. Another thing is, uh, I, I, there was a, a a lot of discussion, a lot of stuff we don't know about whether or not the Soviets knew that whether or not we had the capability of dropping an atomic bomb, and uh, whether or not we should have told them because then if they had invaded, it would have, you know, hastened the end of the war a little bit quicker. Yeah, there's, a, there's, there's it, it, the conversations around this go in a million different directions, and you can say, oh, this could happen, that could happen. At the end of the day, we don't really, we'll never really know. But the one thing I always thought was funny was we did all these fire bombings where hundreds of thousands of people died. Nobody said a peep about that, but you know, atomic bombings where some people draw the line. I mean, for, I mean, I, I, when you're talking about these bombings, it probably would have been cheaper for the Americans to just firebomb Nagasaki and Hiroshima. You would have gotten the same, uh, same uh, end result for less money. Hey, teacher, I have a question. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what happened to Boxcar? 
I had never heard of it before. Uh, I th I saw a picture of it. It looked like it was a very modern picture. Um, I th it, I, it would surprise me if it's not in a museum somewhere. That's an Cause interesting Because I, I know where the uh, Enola Gay is because I've seen it. I'm looking this up. Uh, it's in Ohio. What the hell? Oh, been. <laughs> Where in Ohio? Columbus? Dayton, apparently. Oh, yeah, that's, that's pretty dirty. National Museum of the United States Air Force. Number 77, based. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, got a, I got a better shot of that uh, uh, logo I just put up there. Yeah. That's yeah, that's an interesting. So the boxcar going from Salt Lake to Nagasaki. Jesus. Yeah, it's an interesting graphic. What's the yeah. one, what's that graphic above? <laughs> what's yeah, that what graphic that? above the explosion? Yeah. I was uh, that, that is a fat man because the bomb was called Fat Man. Why well, are there five of them? Uh I th I think that's the crew. The black uh Arca crew, and I guess the red one's the bomb. I don't know. Or like right. the pilot or something. Or there's a reason for it. There's a reason somewhere. Always is. All right. Well, that was Slab's crazy ass moments in history. Fucking hell. Uh, another <laughs> straight up war episode. Yeah. Just, uh, we'll, with we'll that, talk about the Demon Core next week. <laughs> yeah, that, that'd be a pretty cool one. I, I don't actually, know what that is, but I'm interested. You will You'll learn. <laughs> yep. All right. This is a source of like some of my favorite memes. <laughs> Ineptitude. All right, let's go to Animal dangerous. Planet. <laughs> I'll post memes too. Okay, we can just talk about the demon core and Animal Planet. <laughs> oh, we need to do research. So I went to work and my, my fucking boss forgot where he put his fucking screwdriver and we all have radiation poisoning now. <laughs> I thought that was genuinely going to be a like UPS related Animal Planet story no. when he started that. Wasn't it? <laughs> uh, I, I still I've can't never I've never delivered so. any uranium that I know of. <laughs> I don't have any Animal Planet. Is anybody else? I wish I did. Are we, are we animalless <laughs> for the first time Damn. ever? YouTube? Talk about XQC. XQC was doing the worm on stream. <laughs> has, has more shit come out in the last week? I haven't kept track. I know he got fucked on by like everyone a few weeks ago. Let me let me tell you what XQC is. You ever watch like old episodes of Cops where they have like one crackhead white trash dude like in a trailer park and he's just like trying to argue with the cops, even though like he's clearly under arrest and he just thinks he's never done anything wrong in his life, even though he's like, you know, like deep in the crack rock, 40 beers deep, has you know, already committing arson or something, been caught red-handed. He's like, no, nah, dude, it's fine, it's fine. That's XQC. That's XQC. He just managed to make it out of the trailer park. And he thinks he can do no wrong. He managed to avoid the meth. It, it might have made <laughs> he him... He got big on Twitch before he discovered meth. If he had discovered meth first, he'd be on cops. 
speaking of cops, you guys got to check out Travis's new podcast. Uh, the hit, he, he cut a good bit on one of the episodes he saw. He saw so mm. very, very mm. funny story about the cop on the slide. No, no, is the, the actual <laughs> show cops. That one is pretty good oh, too. Okay. But the actual Austin's yeah. finest. <laughs> I gotta watch it. What the hell is it called again? Neon Moon. Neon Moon. All right. It's a it's a good name because because uh, 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 Dylan. Dylan always drives the neon cars. Although I feel like it's like the fourth podcast that Travis has started in the last two years. We've all we ran out of NASCAR so. names. <laughs> ran out of fucking parts of the racetrack to name our podcast after. Throttle pedal podcast. Well, yeah, we were the outlap, so we can't really talk. We were branded. The yeah, lap was not a bad name. <laughs> I heard the greatest racing expression by a, a friend of mine at work that races go karts. He's like, man, sometimes you just gotta throw your nuts up on the dash ta- dashboard and just get it done, man. Yeah, feels like that would hurt. Better hope that's the crash. race car equivalent of dick on table. Dick on table, <laughs> nuts on dashboard. Yeah. I could maybe give you guys an Animal Planet from a Ooh. few weeks ago when I was driving through Nebraska. Mm. Big Nebraska and, uh, fan. First time ever making the trek myself. I've always heard the rumors of how it's like this suicidal run from east to west where there's nothing nah, to be beautiful. seen. No, yeah, so I've since learned. Fantastic drive. If you just want to, like, drive, just go straight and get the sun. It's, like, straight out of, uh, like, it's, like, the Windows XP, like, wallpaper. It's gorgeous. Great Yeah, there's, time. like, little Love hills. The there's dips and valleys. Yes. It's not, like, gorgeous. flat, like, eastern Kansas. I just drop into, like, a random spot in Nebraska, and we'll see. Yeah, yeah pick uh, anywhere along the highway here. Um, that highway's straight. I'm definitely falling asleep on that. Oh, so gorgeous. Oh, this is literally flat. It is pretty it, flat. It's do you know what you don't see? Bumper to bumper traffic. Yeah, dude, there's nobody. It's so good. It's so Yeah, because there's no reason for anyone to be in Nebraska. Exactly. Well, you're Get all the west. dudes out of there and let me have the road to myself. Yeah, so I was heading west to Denver for a wedding, and I, it like clicked in my head. Like, straight out of the movie, Dumb and Dumber. I'm like, wait. Like this is this is the exact road they took and it was and so I so oh, I typed shit. in my well not I shouldn't Wait, say what really? I did but I yeah dude yes I'm a big dumb and dumber fan yes I'm curious to know what so seen. I looked up all the the landmarks from the movie and I took the exit where they uh, stopped at that trucker stop where the sea bass was kick you know his ass sea bass yeah 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 <laughs> so I exited in that town and I did make a little trip to see where that location was I. I from what I can tell, it's been since renovated, new name, everything. It doesn't even look the same. It probably was a lie on the internet, but I went there. Um, <laughs> went further down the road to a, a different gas station, and uh, this is where my Animal Planet begins. Uh, oh, very, no. very nice gas station. This isn't like just a complete uh, like Anderson Speedway bathroom situation. This is like a nice, <laughs> very nice. I don't even know what you call like the main building of a gas station. Just a nice, nice little operation they got going there. Uh, it's their own independent store, and I walk in there, and I don't even think anything of it. I just see somebody like at the 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 fountain machine, the the soda pop thing, like they're just filling up their thing. I don't even think anything of it because I I think part of it was I was in shock because like usually you see people with like their little like plastic cup or foam cup. Oh sometimes no, they I got, know like, where this is going. Sometimes they got like a. Is that like, a big goal? Like, like handle, like thing. Yeah, sometimes they got like the like the fancy like plastic one, like the big one with the handle. 
<laughs> this this animal. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, it hit me after I already left. I should have snapped a photo because it was so absurd. <laughs> you know those Folgers like red containers that have the coffee grounds in them? Oh. Yeah. I am telling you, pulled the lid off it and stuck the the bucket of Folgers underneath the soda machine was filling it up with soda. And like, as I'm thinking about this, like the logistics when you bring this thing back to your car, it's you talking it's about big. like like one of these? No, wider, wider. Oh, it's like, like it's like, the big like, boy. Yeah, like the classic. One. Yeah. <laughs> it was Jesus like the biggest one Christ. you could find. Yes, that one. Except it was bigger. <laughs> it was bigger. How I don't know what the ounces says on that one, but it was that massive. One pound, nine point four ounces. That's Dude. just weight. <laughs> a pound so, and a half so of look, coffee grounds. <laughs> so look at the little handle on that. So either you're drinking that straight out of the lip, like holding onto it, and that's got to weigh at least like five pounds while you're holding just like pure soda <laughs> so i'm trying to think you bring that back to your car like where do you first up, where do you put it you have to have like a two foot straw three foot straw or you're just putting it on your i don't even know do you put it on your lap in between your legs i i genuinely do not know but yes the you have a straw hole sticking out the yes. top <laughs> just, <laughs> just drill a hole in the top stick a straw through it because i mean you see this yeah, guess man had the apparatus just put it on the passenger seat and get like a big old bendy straw. Dude. Just <laughs> like one of those loopy crazy straws yeah. and just have it like just, just have it like sitting in the passenger seat, like have the seat belt on it, make sure it doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> just have like the crazy straw on your mouth. Is it Jesus really Christ. worth it to save like a dollar? Like, like <laughs> bring this is Nebraska. You gotta cans. remember where you're at. Dude, I could and like yeah, brought it up to the counter, plopped it down, and I'm like, come on, come <laughs> on. Give me that refill press. Can you imagine Jeez. that spilling in the car and it's going everywhere. <laughs> Do you know what that kind of reminded me of a little bit unrelated? Any it's always sunny fans in here. Nope. Yeah. Oh, I think oh, we've yeah. discussed this before. There are no oh, sunny first, fans like, here. Seven seasons. You remember the one where uh they got into an accident with each other where Dennis was eating the cereal, cereal? Yeah. like while he's driving. <laughs> And then the only damage in the accident was all the interior damage from the milk flying everywhere. <laughs> so then they went to court with one another of who should be at fault. The yeah. one that caused the accident in the first place or the animal that's eating cereal while driving <laughs> to set yourself up for that situation. I just like, he's like, what do you mean? Like, who doesn't eat cereal when they're driving? <laughs> it's just a standard thing. It reminds me of the, uh, the 20 liters of gravy. <laughs> if, if you spill the coffee cup, it'll be like, the, the fuck? There's a guy who, on the uh, on, uh, what was it called? Just rolled in. I still watch that just channel rolled, like every yes. day, uh, where they just post like funny mechanic videos of people sending in their like jacked up cars, and one of them just had twenty liters of gravy in the back seat spilled <laughs> into the foot like the footwell on the floor. <laughs> it's Ugh. just filled twenty liters of gravy. They were like a caterer or something, and it all just spilled. <laughs> Oh, and it just went like through the carpet, just under the metal on the floor. Or they were having Fire a very weird car. party. They got a liter of cola. Liter it's for a cola. cop. Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> we actually got through this podcast decently quick. It's time for fan mail. Send in your fucking mail.
Wash your fucking hands. Wash your fucking hands, slap. Yeah, slap. Why didn't you sing that part? Send them in, guys. I'm eating right now. I hope you wash your hands before eating. You do not. Straight from the 150 degree truck. I literally got home, sat down, put some food on the table, and started the podcast. I just yeah. with those bare hands, like, just scooping it in. Uh, Alright, we got five emails this week. Mm. Uh, the first... Oh, oh send yeah. Send them in, guys. Yeah, remember, if you want to send us... Uh, uh, if you want to send us emails, or... send them in to shrimpowerspresents at gmail.com. Then we'll read them on the show. Questions, comments, concerns, funny videos that don't contain copyrighted stuff. Enterprise presents at gmail.com. Cinnamon, guys. Uh, the first one comes in from Jack uh, with the subject line, Damn, bro, fucking sorry. Uh, he says, Geez, I didn't think the video file would be an issue. I thought it was better that I sent that instead of the link. But duly noted, goddamn. <laughs> Listen, man, I've said it before. Right? <laughs> Set us links if you're sending those videos. Uh, nice seeing you, Ed. Uh, too bad that was the last, the last episode, and he's now dead. It's true. Uh, for eternity. <laughs> yeah, it's true. What episode has happened? Is this, like fifty-eight. This is fifty-seven. 57. Oh, okay. Kyle Larson. Uh, oh yeah, he just won the nationals. That's, oh, that's true. Uh, and he says, "All right, what's the Sorry. stupidest argument you've ever had with someone?" Thanks for the podcast. See you, strange. Love you, Caleb. He's not here. And wash your hands. Slap. I. <laughs> I have been trying to get through the end of this podcast, but I have to use the toilet. So I would say every single night in Discord, this is the whole yeah. premise of this podcast. It's just us it's just talking shit to each other, just <laughs> bitching at each other, talk, just yeah, talking shit. That's essentially the premise of all this. Stupidest it's, argument. It's got to be had. football. Like it's got to be yeah. about the Green Bay Packers or Dude, Aaron. Rodgers. I was literally just gonna say when people try to argue <laughs> with me that Aaron Rodgers is not the greatest quarterback to have ever lived, and it somehow the... always turns into an argument with Tom Brady, like yep. from Cody. It's somehow it's because through just the golden horseshoe that's been shoved up his keister his entire career. <laughs> you've ne- now Rodgers, who is who is clearly more talented. You've never mentioned that. You've never mentioned clear- that. He just got. He just got. I've never mentioned the golden years. horseshoe up Brady's bum. No, no, you've mentioned the kids and the kiss, but not the horseshoe. <laughs> that is creepy, too. dude. Between the, it all started with the tuck rule. The fucking refs just just making shit up in the rule books. That's what led to his first ever championship, and it was all history from there. There's just some massive amount of luck that just never happened with any other quarterback en route to one championship, let alone seven. And there's one of those stories for like every fucking one of his years, whether it's the tuck rule, whether it's fucking the Falcons having the biggest fucking choke Cody. in NFL history, whether it's Kevin Cody. King tripping over his own fucking feet Cody. while covering a Hail Mary right before halftime. There's just always something where it's not, oh my God, did you see that incredible where Brady juked like four defenders, threw it to like a guy that was in a window that was just this open. It's like, no, it's the other team choked the bed. That's always the fucking story. Cody, how many times have you left the Discord uh, in the past 20 years? At least 25. (laughs) (laughs) It's a 20-footer. If it it involves Aaron Rodgers or Kyle Larson, Cody is going to have a meltdown. I get upset for a week. (laughs) When people are stupid. That's all I can say. Hey, can I? Can I? I wasn't a part of this argument, but this has got to be the dumbest argument I've ever heard in my goddamn life. 
This is my this is my parents like a oh, number no. of years ago got into this bickering argument about what button on the remote did what. <laughs> like it's I, not even like, about the button at that point. It's just years mm, of like it's just built up. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly what it was. It was it it, it it could see like within ten seconds. It was no longer about trying to determine the truth. It was just trying to prove that the other person was wrong. <laughs> and it was, and eventually, like I forget what the problem was, but I, it's something on the screen had been brought up, and they couldn't figure out how to get rid of it. And like while they're going back and forth, I just like go over, grab the remote. <laughs> unfuck it and then like put it back down <laughs> and then by that point they they forgot hey forgotten what we were watching they don't give they're a still shit arguing. <laughs> they're still going off about it i'm just like that that was the moment where i realized you know what i'd rather be alone my entire life <laughs> than be reduced down to that <laughs> i have Clarity no interest in marriage whatsoever <laughs> welcome to the club <laughs> what was your stupid uh, argument? Most stupid argument, Rusty. Um, I like I mentioned. I feel like every night in Discord, it's like, <laughs> it's, it's just, do you have that LeBron jersey yet? Oh my god! Yeah, who's the who's the greatest basketball player of all time? It's LeBron James, right? Dude. Mm -hmm. What don't you like okay. about LeBron James? How I feel about Tom Brady is how Rusty feels about LeBron he, he's James. He's the king. You guys could set me up with something better than LeBron. Come on. <laughs> Out of all the nights we've spent in Discord and I get heated. Not like, anything I want to put on the podcast. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's fair. What is DT doing? Is he like shitting his he's, brains he's out? He's got to be taking a shit right now. Is he's he still squeezing. recording though? Squeezing the turtle yeah. out as we speak. Wouldn't it be funny if it just crashed while he's like on the toilet and just <laughs> just the recording stops? Like all all we hear is just like from the distance, just like oh god, oh! just like just just nothing but a brown river just <laughs> colliding a, into a the brown, toilet water. A brown river god. runs through it, or it's just his brother emerging from the basement. <laughs> <laughs> gonna love to listen to this when he goes He's back gonna... and <laughs> so we, i think we've all went through the rotation of what our most can we cringe just i would say, I would say lately emails? lately it's been poker mm. bunch of arguments around poker because we've been I playing mean, that on discord that's something that we should have brought up on media check-in how many people's existences just ended back in like the 1800s out west over just poker arguments gone wrong? They're like 20 drinks in and they've all got revolvers. And all right, let's just fucking take it outside. One, two, three. <laughs> I mean, that's that's how hundreds of people's lives just ended just because of some drunken poker. And hey, we both got guns. And I, I, I knew I didn't want to play poker because last time we played Discord poker, Ed would just go all in every hand. Yep, and like it always fucking worked out, and then I try to go all in several times, and I just get absolutely fucked. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, big. Ed, yeah. you fucking idiot! You're just—he <laughs> might as well not even be looking at his cards. Fucking, <laughs> no, I, hey, I, I can't, you, I can't repeat what I want to call him. Whoever gets the big chip stack early, they just immediately get that big dick energy, and they just—they just start raising that 
pre-flop every fucking hand just because they know everyone else can't keep up. <laughs> just start nibbling in those blinds. So many. We're gonna have so DT's many more arguments. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking about we've all this question also, down to the, the ground. The dumbest, the dumbest arguments we've been in is when Rusty was imposter in Among Us and he tried to convince oh, us. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, those were great no, times. No, no, he gets so fucking defensive and you knew it was him. No, okay. It's like okay. one of three times that Rusty has betrayed <laughs> no. Ed's trust on a monumental level. Dude, okay, <laughs> leading up to it, they hated me so much in Among Us. They would hit the button right away and just send me to space. Like DT would just hit the button. He goes, "Oh, it's Rusty." And no matter what, they're they're all voting me out. Like, I'm telling you, we were right. We'd be right. <laughs> we need to resurrect even, Among Us. I couldn't even like defend myself. They just hit the button, and I was innocent every Rusty, time. One time, I was alone in electrical, and you just vented right next to me. <laughs> Yeah, and this was before my fucking <laughs> mic was cut. It was oh, it's rough. <laughs> so to this day, the we haven't played since the ultimate. Uh, I don't betrayal. even know what to call this. The, the ultimate betrayal. betrayal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and DT just got too good at the game as well. Yeah, D and that drive through was way too good. Games. Yeah. He would just that fucking idiot would just sit and fucking. Uh, and uh Swipe. security you just sit in security just be looking at cameras just like yep. that what's that uh monkey from like toy story where he just like looks at the cameras and then oh, he sees like <laughs> from toy story three yeah they see something he's like <laughs> he's sort of banging the symbol that's, like, <laughs> that's a perfect analogy <laughs> yeah because he he knew all the patterns he knew that oh you have to go to the trash before you go do this oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Some so trash. you could see like yeah, the imposter yeah, yeah. would do it backwards or something like that, and you'd be like, "Ooh, dude!" It's literally been like three years that we haven't played because there's one night where there's three dudes left. Ed was like one of the good guys who hit the button, and it was between Rusty and someone else. And basically, <laughs> Ed had to make the decision <laughs> of who he's going to eat to space, and the fate of the entire crew depended on it. And Rusty had Ed convinced. It's not me. I swear to God. I swear I, on everything. I, <laughs> I, you, you have to make the right choice here, Ed. Listen to your heart. Look at all the evidence. You know who it is deep down. And he hit the button to yeet the person that wasn't rusty into space. It's over. We lost. And it. Yeah, I I was the uh, the uh, the imposter, and uh, Eddie lost the game. And he Eddie said if 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 I, if like Rusty betrays me, we're never playing again. So I had to betray my best friend in the world. You ruined Mungus. You ruined it. I think Ed went to bed for like a week after that happened. Uh, he, I, he we still did not hear a peep at him. <laughs> Well, the thing was, like, we had just downloaded, what do they call it, like, Better Crew, whatever that app was to get, like, Oh, yeah, we are getting the yeah, proximity so we had the Yeah. Yeah. We had just perfected it. And the combination of DT being DT and then me betraying Eddie <laughs> killed it. <laughs> Dude, him being the, the surveillance monkey with the symbols in Toy Story 3. <laughs> that's the perfect analogy. <laughs> yeah. What right, analogies do we have for someone that's... The ground. Yeah, what analogy... <laughs> Yeah, what do we want? Currently we taking doing? a shower right now. What analogies do we have for podcasts that are stuck on the shitter? <laughs> we need some of those right now. I hope he has wireless headphones. DT like shit himself so hard he's got a hernia now. <laughs> yeah, he comes like crawling back to the <laughs> to the desk. 
guys, something went wrong. I need to go see a doctor. <laughs> I actually do. I'm going to the hospital tomorrow, but that's for my foot. <laughs> DT, how long have you been there? Uh, I'm so sorry. I hate doing that to you guys two weeks in a row. I was I, I was trying to push to make it to the end of the show, and I couldn't. Unfortunately. Oh, I, well, you pushed after. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I the am irritable like, bowel syndrome arc begins. No, it's it's the like DT shoves a bunch of food down his face right before podcast time because he didn't eat earlier and then has to deal with it. I'm so glad my body clock has me to where I just take all my poos in the morning for the most part. That's I am it's regular. It's very convenient. It's like and it's my routine. It's like you get up, use the bathroom, then I go shower. I'm ready for the day. I am genuinely going to the hospital tomorrow though to get an X-ray on my toe because I think it's fucking broken. Oh shit! You oh, have no. yet to go to the hospital for that? I had COVID. You have free health care. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going and I'm getting it tomorrow. I I honestly thought it was just spraying and it would just go away, but it has not gone away, and I still can't walk, <laughs> and it sucks. Dude, it's I can't even like sim race because I can't use my left foot on the pedal. I'm pissed. <laughs> I guess I could play like truck simulator and automatic transmission if I wanted to. Uh, all right, next email. <laughs> uh, all right, the next one comes in from Rusty Broussard and he says, hello shrimps. It's Rusty again and I've been eating a lot of shrimp lately. Mm. Here's a picture mm. of some that I had yesterday. Uh, and he has attached a picture of if it's shrimp. Oh, I was gonna say if it's fried, you gotta go. It is on a paper plate though. It is it on a paper like, plate. No, but it looks like it's outside. It looks like it's like, like, oh, this is barbecued. It looks like some sloppy Joe meat that's like right next to it. Yeah. That like a, from a previously eaten sloppy. Or is joe. that the leftovers of like a pork chop or like a souvlaki like or that. something? Could be. Either way. I hope that's barbecue. Looks good. Uh, also, uh, I'm hoping Slap will talk about the 1918 attack on Orleans, Massachusetts. What do you know about <laughs> that off the top of your head, Slap? <laughs> 1918 Orleans, Massachusetts. What? Yeah. Is Orleans, Massachusetts a real place? Did they kill that one? So. That's why they had to make New Orleans? Is that what happened? Mm. How about uh, this slap? Do you know oh, about it's Manassas, called, Virginia? Uh, I know about Manassas. It's a submarine raid in Cape Cod. No. <laughs> I will put a link in your channel, Slap, and you can do some research. Hmm. Submarine raid. So Dude, it looks imagine fun. taking a submarine in 1918. <laughs> like, no, thank you. <laughs> Wasn't it like uh, in 1943 the Nazis had like a submarine off the coast of North Carolina that dropped off a bunch of like super undercover secret agents that were supposed to blend in with the locals? <laughs> and they got apprehended like immediately. <laughs> that sounds like a movie. It's like when the Fed showed up at that certain event. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have to be more specific. <laughs> That's a pretty common occurrence. Uh, next email comes in from our good friend from down under, Andrew R. Uh, he says, "Good evening, all y'all. Uh, in 2023, Mike Joy, Mike Joy has on occasion sounded flat in the commentary booth. Uh, meanwhile, over on NBC, Burton is annoying. I tend to agree. Dale Jr. probably isn't who you'd want on play-by-play, -play, and Rick Allen is Rick Allen." They uh, there were some tough moments in the uh, <laughs> there was tough Rick Allen the broadcast. There. Was it Rick Allen or was it Jeff Burton who said "green flag" without the L? There was that, like, and then Max said that one time. There was that, that, and uh, Rick Allen still doesn't know how to pronounce Shane Van Gisbergen. Gisbergen. He he says Gisbergen every time. It like 
Some producer, just tell them how to pronounce his name. It's not hard. I guess oh, anyway. I, I, think, I think they were really hoping that he would like do nothing in Chicago and then he would <laughs> never come back again. It also pisses me off when they say like SVG. It's because uh, they can't say his last name. So yeah. that's the well, shortcut. You're going to talk. I know. You can't Jizzburger. say his last name either. <laughs> but uh, it's the I same think, thing. I uh, think the NBC booth is 10 times better than whatever Fox makes. I agree. It's, yeah, it certainly has its flaws, but yeah, it's better than Fox for sure. Yeah, go uh, watch the truck series that happened at IRP. Oh, <laughs> that oh, was terrible. I cannot watch the truck series with the sound on. It is genuinely <laughs> so bad. Uh, Andrew says, this got me thinking. As I normally listen to shrimp hours in the car with my big, deep, blau-punk speakers. All right, flex on us. Uh, <laughs> I think that Cody on play-by-play -play and Rusty on color would be the first and most obvious picks. The other mm -hmm. pair which I'd want would be Slap on play-by-play -play with Ed and DT on color. Get fucked, Ben. Ben Caleb, and Caleb, the two that do actual commentary for sim racing. <laughs> Not selected. I'm no, going to leave my boy Jacob out of here. I, would, I, want, I want Ben in the uh, the windowless like bunker underneath the track being our stat rat. <laughs> uh, he says, if Shrimp Hours was to do a full commentary, what are the ideal combinations? Thank you from Andrew R. P.S. Uh, my whiny, high-pitched voice is better for sharp things like football commentary, not the long, lazy days of baseball and or cricket. Um, Easy answer. It's Jacob and Caleb. Yeah, Jacob and Caleb. Mm -hmm. I don't think we've had Jacob on the show yet, have we? Yeah, we have. No, that we've time. had to have. No, no I don't. I, I've wanted to, but he works when we forward. I thought for sure we had him on once as a guest appearance. I don't. Hold up. I don't. No, no, we've never. Okay. Mm. Well, we need to change that. Then. Yeah, we've never had Jacob Pitts on the show, but like what among the of? among the shrimp family, we have Jacob and we have Blake McCandless, and we really yeah. don't need anyone else. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much, because those two are oh, yeah, actual professionals. What oh, the fuck did I forget, Blake? Goddamn. Uh, yeah, and yeah, yeah Blake there. fucking literally commentates the Cars tour, so he kills you know, it in Cars. Yeah, we got yeah. we had Blake if we just didn't mention him. It was like having Tom Brady as your quarterback and just forgetting. Among Us, uh, Rusty did color for uh, Heat Pro League. He's done actual commentary. Ben has done color stuff for FTF. I did uh, color yeah, stuff last person Rainbow Pickens Speedway. Paul. Did you actually? Yeah. At the track? Yeah. I didn't know yeah. this. I worked, I worked at PA for six months. When, when the hell was this? 2017. Oh. Do we yeah. have any clips of that that we could listen to? Hopefully not. <laughs> we'll go. We'll go digging after this. I, I wasn't. I wasn't that good at it. I think the only uh, the only commentary you'll find from me or Cody are from our own NR2003 streams yeah, <laughs> from back in the day. Just to go backwards a second, give Blake some praise. Has anyone else realized like how fucking diverse he is and how many just different things he does? He's the voice yeah. of the Cars Tour, the voice of the Coke series. He has his own successful streaming channel. He uh, is a successful sim racer. He does that. He works for NBC on their uh, their broadcast yeah, things. He does behind the scenes stuff for other motorsports people. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if he's announced that other thing, but he also works on that other thing. Like, yeah, that's that's why mm -hmm. I didn't name drop it, just because I didn't know if that was. He does a lot. Not, but yeah, he's he's a busy dude, and he's damn good at what he does. Shout out to Blake. Exactly. Love me some Blake. Um, so Caleb. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I've received a clip from Mister Ass. Uh, it's mm, a YouTube clip. Well, it's actually right. very, very well done. Uh, this is, is this the Stroman Gray, uh, and this email was titled "It's Over." 
Oh no. Oh no, 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 no. Full screen that so we can see. Oh. God damn it. I don't think it's completely over. I think you can still run. Some guy spins. Oh yeah, he gets dumped. You can see in the bottom right. The guy in front of the Travis car gets dumped and then the Oh, nowhere to oh. go. Yeah, I think Travis that hit to the outside wall was worse. Put me in Well, the stories. body work doesn't look that bad. It actually looks like it's just suspension, but oh, that's the whole thing. Based on the hills and the topography of this place, I can only imagine the parking situation here is a nightmare as someone that's never <laughs> been to Bowman Gray. That's, that that's what I've heard. Is it that being said, it sucks. That being said, it's a bucket list track for me, and I really want to go there. Yeah. I think, I think we'll... The modified 100 lapper that takes fucking five hours to get completed. Because <laughs> I go two laps and crash every time. I don't think this is the end of uh, of of the Moonhead car. They'll fix it up. That just looks like a new... A camo bullet. Yeah. Yeah, should be right. But thanks back. for keeping us updated, Mr. Ass. I actually really enjoy hearing about how Travis's car is doing. Uh... We we told him the other week that his car led laps, and he's apparently watching it live on uh, Flow, I think. So shout out. Mm. Uh, all right, last email comes in from Shlomo. He says, "Hello, shrimps. How we doing? Uh, I'm moving to college on August 23rd, so I'm shitting bricks, but fuck it, we ball. Hey, me too. Uh, I'm gonna be a journalism major in hopes of one day working in social media and racing. So, aka Caleb Hoffman Part Two. <laughs> That's why he runs the church, I'm sure." Uh, but anyways, as for my question, what was y'all's biggest scandal in your high school? My high school was boring, but in middle school, my gym teacher got fired for telling our class, I know what the boys do in the bathroom with the lotion and flirting with the girls. <laughs> what oh, the fuck? no. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, and he has sent a link field? to a YouTube short. Oh, <laughs> no. I don't know. if I'm... Titled Super Secret Shrimp Supremacy Prayer. Uh, this is why we screen the emails. So <laughs> let me find this. If he I takes a handful of raw shrimp and throws them at the poster, I'm gonna lose my shit. The boy. It's a no. short. I can't even go back. What did yeah, it say, Caleb? Sure, you can't go back. Caleb, you know I know what you this. did on on October twenty seventh, twenty seventeen. What the fuck? That's the name of the podcast. Yeah, I was gonna say that's the title right there. <laughs> what? <laughs> Did did you did you see even like the uh, the most cursed car ever the Kyle Larson DC Solar Vegas strong car? Mm -hmm. Well, did you see him petting the friggin' Talladega Knights yes. <laughs> <laughs> as well as the Vegas uh, strong car? And I have that car. And that's that's a, that a Gregson right there. Oh, oh it is a Gregson. Oh uh, no. That is one of the most interesting videos we've ever been set. How many views does he have? That, that is from at Papaya Loves Shrimps. Uh, and it has no comments, and I can't see how many views it has because it's a fucking short. Now you go to uh, uh, their channel page, and under the tab it says like videos will be short. Uh, there next are to zero it. views. <laughs> <laughs> so that means there's two now since you replayed it. 
Interesting. For making it uh, to the anyways, big time kid. What were the big scandals at your high schools? I grew up in a pretty high, big school. I think our graduating class was like 500. We had to do our graduation on the fucking high school field. Ugh. Uh, but the, they, uh, uh, June. June. Oh, shit. Mid-June. <laughs> 100 degree weather. So the three scandals that I believe that I remember is <laughs> the science teachers. You're supposed to pick one. <laughs> oh, well, look, it's a big, big school, okay? Uh, science teachers fucking in one of the classrooms and one of the students found it. Oh, uh, Jesus. So they Trouble. got fired. Um, Just a fun little bit of scootily pooping. Jeez. Yeah, I would say another one is just pregnancies. Tons of pregnancies. Tons of pre-teen is that a pregnancies thing? there. We literally, like my high school, I'm pretty sure I had like one kid get pregnant. I mean, I also went to like a nerdy ass high school. I guess our uh, our biggest scandals was there was one science teacher that was like it was like a science teacher and a gym teacher, and she was so bad that she wasn't allowed to teach science. I think after a year, and then like two kids committed suicide later on. I think that's all. Jesus. And then I would say the third one was someone calling in a bomb threat because they didn't want to take an exam. Oh Jesus. Yeah, we had tons of those. It's like, what, what would you rather have, a uh, failing grade or a felony? <laughs> right. I think my only, like, fun, like, people getting fired stories are from summer camp. I watch so many people get fired from summer camp. This one time at band camp. It's just such a classic that, like, it's like, it's fucking, like, staff were fucking and some kid walked in and then you see, and, you know, there was one, one staff member that allegedly, like, Joy rode the camp ATV down the street to buy cigarettes from the reserve. Um, I'm trying to think of any others. And there was one guy who just said some weird comments about a teenage girl. Jesus. What is it with all the creeps? Like the biggest scandal I could think of was uh, someone uh, ran across the, the homecoming football game every year. Like someone would always streak in their boxes yep. across the... Yeah. And he tried hopping a fence and may or may not have caught a very private oh, area no. on the top the part as he was coming back down. Trouble. Oh. Yeah, Man. so that was that was a rumor that spread quickly throughout the school. Oh. Could have been completely BS, but that was the story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> <laughs> we had a, a scandal at my high school. It was a pretty big high school, I think. Uh, in the four grades we had, we had like 1,600 kids. It's pretty big for Piedmont, South Carolina back in the day. But um, the biggest scandal was like my freshman year. There was a kid who said something about the uh, assistant principal on MySpace. That's how far back this was. Said said something about him. Even made, even made like an image because uh, the the uh, the uh, made like what would be considered an, a proto meme, early meme back in the day. But it's just. <laughs> The assistant, <laughs> the assistant principal's name was uh, Jack something, and then Mihawk. he and uh, every nobody liked yeah. him because he was like a, a stickler for the rules and all. He was just a bastard about He's everything. Square, a square. Yeah, but he he was he was like sixty something years old, and he was you know he's like this old stick in the mud, and somebody made uh, the image of uh, it was a silhouette of a man that had his. And the only thing that you could tell it was uh, 
Mr. Uh, uh, Jack, the assistant principal, was uh, the mustache. And it was just a silhouette of a guy grabbing his dick, and it said, you don't know Jack. <laughs> Good and and that kid got in so much trouble that what? they expelled him. What? And, for that? And so for a yeah, meme? Because you're the not allowed to dis- you can't disrespect teachers. And then That's somebody I change. I remember there were kids <laughs> saying like, "We always disrespect teachers." Like when your backs are turned, we were just talking about it on Facebook. How did the teachers and, find it? Did some kid rat? Some of the teachers were on MySpace. With the kids? <laughs> MySpace is like this massive fucking site. Like think anybody can find anybody it was else. before my time. I honestly MySpace don't back know then was was work. Facebook. Yeah. 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 So everyone was so, on MySpace. So there, this this was I like the am. first this was the first time in my life where I knew the line between your private life and your professional life was gone. Like if you mm. said something in private between your friends on MySpace, later Facebook, your boss, your teacher, somebody would find that. And that would be just as bad as if you had said it to their fucking face. And there was yeah. a, I remember this is like 2004. It was a big discussion among like teachers and everything. Like, can we really expel a kid for something he said on the Internet? When he's, it wasn't like he called in a bomb threat or whatever. He was just making fun of a assistant principal. You know, and he thought he was talking to his friends, and there was a real discussion about whether or not they could do anything. And uh, that was kind of like the moment where I was just like, okay, so privacy is dead. <laughs> Everything you say on the internet, people can trace back to you. This was the f- this was the first kid in South Carolina to be canceled. <laughs> Sometimes you like a meme on Instagram. These things happen. Sometimes you like a meme on MySpace, and the assistant principal finds it and he gets you expelled from the fucking school. I don't know about teachers, but when when I worked at summer camp, we were like specifically told we can't like engage like the kids on social media. Like that's not a that's a line that you don't like really cross. But also like. When I was uh like sixteen in like the camp like leadership program where you're still like paying to be there but they teach you cooler things or whatever, um a bunch of the other kids made like a Facebook group, but left it public like they didn't lock it, oh, and no. just straight up talked about all the like drugs and alcohol they were bringing to summer oh, camp no. in there. So the day we arrive, the staff are like. Listen, we know you've got shit. We're gonna search your shit because we we know you're not supposed to have it. But I was a I was a goody little kid. I didn't I didn't have any of that. Shit. I wasn't even in the Facebook group because I wasn't cool enough. I don't. <laughs> I've got a lot of uh fucking summer camp stories. Big fan. Dude, that you just summed up like my childhood too. It's like I could have gotten in so much more trouble than I did. I just wasn't cool enough to. Well. <laughs> I did get kicked out once for like a week, but yeah, that's another story. I might have told that one actually. Did you? Maybe. Hard to tell. It's hard to tell what I say on the show and what I what I say in Discord nowadays. <laughs> anyway, uh, this was the last ever episode of this show. Um, we'll be seeing you never. Uh, buy a shirt to commemorate the end of Shrimp Hours at shrimphub.cool. Uh, it's Jover. It's Jover. Oh, uh, what the hell do we call this? Caleb, I know what you Whatever did. Whatever that Caleb twenty seventh, two thousand seven. Can we just can we just call it like I know what you did? 
Or it's like, Halo, I know what you think. You want a name drop? Yeah. If it can fit, I want the entire thing. I can't even think of what it's referencing. If it's 2017. It's probably just some random ass, like, nothing he's referencing. He just picked a random date and he's just trying to freak Caleb out. Or Caleb was going to, like, see that and he just drops off the face of the earth and we never hear him again. It's got to be some weird NR thing, right? 2017? Caleb was what? Like, he's a kid. 15 years old. He was like five then. He was but a wee little sperm. Well, Shlomo knows. A twinkle in his father's eye. Oh, crazy. Crazy fucking videos. Before we forget. Oh. Because we almost ended it. Do we really want to save it? We'll run it. You know what? We'll run them. We'll run them. We'll run them. Oh. Got a speedboat in it. Somebody's dying. I don't. There's, there's, there's some good videos this week. Don't play Ed's one. That one's disturbing. But this one, yeah. Apparently, a throttle gets hung in a speedboat. How and... is this less disturbing than the other one? Because <laughs> apparently, Cody's like, oh, let's not watch the video of the house explosion. Instead, here's a speedboat crash at high speed. I'll tell you because the house explosion apparently killed five people. This guy was fine because he dove out of the water and skipped across it like a rock right before the thing hit the bank and jumped into the power lines. That's how. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you had already played it. I did for tab pulled up. Man, this thing is in a solid like sixty pixels. Oh, it was in nineteen eighty-five. So, oh damn. Yeah, there's no audio to this either. Yeah, that I wish there was. I don't know Open how I found cockpit. this. Yeah, these are fucked. These these like like speedboat drag racing is just insane. Apparently, he his throttle gets stuck and he jumps out like there. <laughs> and then this shit goes up into the fucking power lines dude i i was watching some random some random ass motorsports co crash compilation that had like maybe a hundred views but i was watching because it was all these clips i'd like never really seen before and this was number one that's gnarly the fact that it jumps up and hits the power line explodes can we <laughs> So are we not allowed to watch the house explosion? I mean, you can if you want to end the podcast on five people getting blown up to death. The craziest moments was like a quarter million people dying in a bombing. That's yeah, yeah. God, oh my just, damn, that is explosion! Massive house explosion. Oh, debris Whoa. just hit the bush. Was that just like a natural gas leak? That just dude, that sparked. house gets that deleted. Holy, I have never. It's just gone. That's why if you smell natural gas leaking, which smells like rotten eggs, report it to your gas or power company immediately and get out and of the house. Get the fuck out of the house. Because yes. that is what can happen when it goes wrong. Dude, that uh, debris that, A few years ago, I had a, a great uncle. He, that's how he died. Did a home sign seriously hit the camera? Like, no, I think it was it's, just It's from under the door. On it. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Dude, the this, Oh my insane. god, that almost FPS rushed that bush. It really did. It flew the <laughs> same way. That's fucking nuts. I like that. We'll just we'll just end the podcast on some fucking tragic events. That's right, that's what play the music that's what Caleb, that's what Caleb did on October twenty sixth. <laughs> Alright, well I know, I know what I'm doing on August fourteenth. I'm going to bed. We'll be seeing you. you How come I can't hear the actually? Uh, 
Yeah, we, we, can't, we can't hear the yeah, song. Yeah, I can't hear the song. What? Can't hear it. Still can't hear it. And you still and you don't want to lose in poker before you go to bed. And no, actually, I wanna I wanna watch the end of the Pinty's dirt race because they're they're racing now. All right, mm. bye. Everyone say bye. 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 <laughs> new new. Like crazy up. Oh.